You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Nearly four minutes past four on a Tuesday afternoon. We're here thanks to Balfour's. We absolutely love them, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. Rooch, as Benny Boy, Bumfluff Benny, been doing his job today. We've got the Daily Double. We've got the voice of basketball. And then at 4.30, we'll have the voice of the world game, Simon Hill. We've got all bases covered. And controversy on both fronts. Yeah. And to find out what's happening at the Adelaide 36ers after the parting of ways with Craig Randall II, who was... Uh, giving us all a little bit of hope for a big season. Yes. We're going to get to the bottom of what really happened. We were worried if we were going to keep him after the US tour. Now he's no longer here for other oh, reasons. Oh, well, Case had him sold off for about $10 million a so season. You might have to represent him now. Uh, he joins us now. Uh, Channel 7's very own. Well, everyone has a piece of him. He's a, he's a, he's a media. Can I say that word? No, I won't say that word. He's everywhere. <laughs> Hello, Case. Uh, g'day there, boy. You had to just uh, pull yourself up there, Kimba. Well, I'm quite I sure did. A media, a media. No, it doesn't matter what you say nowadays. It wouldn't be right. Hey, Nick, there's been. They always say where there's smoke, there's fire. What, what has been going on with Craig Randall the second? We had him on the show, and he seemed very affable and friendly and motivated and positive. Where's it all gone wrong? Oh, look. Well, where has it all gone wrong? Um, obviously, there were concerns very early on as uh, far back as the uh, NBL Blitz where the 36ers went through undefeated and and won uh, easily there so they were there were some murmurings then that uh, there was a little that Craig Randall uh, was a different character that um, you know some people would take some time to warm to and in terms of um, you know trying to fit into a, a system, um, but sadly it hasn't worked out for anyone because obviously he's a very talented player, and he proved that with what he did in the games that he played here for the Adelaide 36ers, and what he did when he played uh, for the 36ers against Phoenix, having 35 points and hitting nine threes against uh, the Suns in the in the US. But um, it wasn't to be, and. I think there's enough evidence that, that's been shown on TV and during the broadcast and from various stories that, um, yeah, they just weren't able to get on the same page and they decided that it's best for them to part company and I think that's probably a good move for both parties. Now, Case, I have to jump in here. You know I love you. You know that. <laughs> What's coming here, John? No. What is well, coming you're sounding here? like you're on their payroll at the moment. You're sounding like CJ. Everyone's dancing around everything. John. What's the problem? John, key question. Yes. What Rooch. was the relationship like with his teammates in the change room? I think 
I think it was, um, what's the best way to describe it? From what I've been told, Craig Randall can be high maintenance. Right. And so he didn't get on in, with his mates. And at times, rubbed his teammates up the wrong way. Right. I think if you ask his teammates, generally speaking, they thought he was a good guy and um, you know, was going to be a great teammate. But at other times, and there was a, uh, a Jekyll and Hyde type um, mm. scenario, I think, with Craig. And I'm probably being a little bit careful because I am privy to some information that I'm not in a position to share mm. that it's a it's a delicate situation. Shall, this is what I sense, so that's why I was just pushing his relationship a bit more. with CJ Britton. Yeah. Oh no, I think it's it's more regarding uh, it's more regarding Craig Randall, the person. Social that, habits? Um, no, not necessarily social habits. In fact, far from it. it it's more to do with um, a lot of uh, you know a, a lot of sportsmen and women these days. Um, you know, operating in a fishbowl, being um, constantly in the spotlight, receiving some criticism. Mm. Um, it can affect you. And I think that there's a little bit of that uh, involved in this scenario as well. Because you've been around sport for a long time. We all have. It's a very rare. I'm trying to think of when players fall out with other players to the point where they get moved on. Oh, look, I, I think, you know, in terms of, uh, well, we saw it recently in the A-League with the, um, you know, what was the the, uh, the inner sanctum video that was shown between players oh, up yes. in Brisbane yeah. um, who were having a uh, an animated and a robust discussion. Yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> and I think, you know, we're... It's hard to know exactly what's going on when you're not there, but I think we've all heard stories. So it's really for the people within the inner sanctum to explain and to, they're the only ones that really can say what was the, the problem, how it was going and if it could be retrieved. And in the end, I think they decided that, that it wasn't going to be in a, uh, possible for them to get onto the same page. And I think the smart decision was um, for them to part company and, um, Craig Randall will pursue other other possibilities with his career, and the Adelaide 36ers hopefully will return to the team that came up with a 16-point win against Illawarra last Thursday without Craig Randall and looked much better with him not in the team. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I was surprised that he played against Perth uh, on Saturday night uh, because they do have a 12-day break now, and I thought it was an opportunity for... CJ and the team to just try another game without him. He, he did miss the previous game against Illawarra with injury. He, he was uh, deemed to be fit enough to play, but I thought it might have been beneficial for all parties for him to sit out that game and watch from the sidelines and, and perhaps contribute there and just try and breathe a little more life into their relationship. Um, and as it turned out, uh, even though Adelaide led by five with six minutes to go before they eventually lost, I didn't think that they'd played well at all and they'd played much better on the Thursday night without Craig Randall. And, you know, I think I mentioned uh, on the Bungie and Brettster on Sunday morning, they're playing, they played like um, a team of champions as opposed to a champion team. And CJ had so much talent there that I think um, this this move isn't necessarily going to harm the 36s in terms of... Uh, their, their championship hopes because uh, obviously it wasn't working the way that it was. 
and I think it's probably uh, in best interest of everyone concerned that this decision was made. Just quickly, a very good interview with Chelsea Randall on Bungie and the Bretster on Sunday, which you host. The show's going beautifully. I'll push on a little bit more, though, Case, because we go back a long mm. way. Uh, are you conflicted yep. at all, or are you just holding out on the route and I? Because if you know what's <laughs> happened, it would be incumbent upon you as a reporter, and one of the best in the business, not to break that story on 7 News tonight. So are you holding out on us? No, no, not at all. As I say, I, I'm, I'm a little bit... Um, it's not that I'm conflicted at all. It's just that I have... I've, I've, I've been told information previously before what uh, transpired today um, just regarding, you know, um, Craig Randall uh, that I'm not in position to share. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's I think all I can say is I think that it's um, this is the, the best result for both the Adelaide 36ers and for Craig Randall that they've decided to part company because I think a lot of people can speculate on what has gone on, but no one apart from those people inside the change rooms really know. And, and if I had been inside the change rooms and I knew what was going on and I'd seen things with my own eyes and I'd be happy to share it with you and I'd be happy to share uh, the story with Channel 7 as well, but that's not the case. And whereas other people are suggesting things that I'm not convinced are true may have yeah. happened, yeah. Um, I, I think uh, oh, unless, yes, unless I yeah. know for facts, then I don't want to so, speculate. Yeah. No, so, like Kim and I, Kim and I, speculation, Rude. Yeah, well, so, like, like all, this yeah. text here, yeah. Rude, saying clearly he was an arrogant flog. Yeah, See, well, people speculate. I mean, now. Like Kim, you've always said it. There's three sides to every story, and clearly the, all three sides haven't been told yet, have they, John? I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I think there's right. a little bit, and you know, and as you say, you know, people's version of events, yeah, um, yeah but they vary. Yeah. And um, as I say, I think, and the bottom line to all this is that it's it's the best case scenario for Craig Randall so and me, the Adelaide 36ers. Yeah. So let me ask this question: Was Randall's personality fitting of what Bruton wants with the Sixers? That's something that CJ can answer. I, I couldn't answer for him. I think it's a part of the challenge as a coach, isn't it? That you have to, the man, man management skills come into play here in terms of any sport, uh, not just basketball, but in AFL and, and, and any sport as well, that it's the coach's job. Part of his challenge is to get everyone harmonious and people don't necessarily get along, but they can be good teammates. And, you know, we saw that in, in the past with the Adelaide Crows. Uh, so I think that was he, uh, what he brought to the table was certainly something the Adelaide 36ers and the NBL craves, but it was obvious, uh, obviously today with the decision that's been made, that it wasn't able to be done in this uh, scenario right now. Um, and I guess you might look back to, and you do, you're right, we spoke after he had performed so well in the NBA and you asked if he would, um, you know, if he'd be survived the season here, and I thought he might get an offer over there. Well, if you look back to that thing, he was the most improved player in the NBA G League, which is the feeder league into the NBA, and then starred in two games against NBA teams Phoenix and Oklahoma, where he had 35 and 27, yet there weren't offers for him then from NBA teams. And you might put two and two together yep, there. I have, and, yep. And, and uh, you know, come up with why that might be the case. Um, and perhaps now where we are here, it's so one-third of the essence, way through the NBL season that it might have been that mm. uh, the writing was on the wall then. Yeah, yeah, in essence, the Sixers bought a difficult unit. Mm. 
Yeah, well, that, I mean, that you know, it's it is. It's um, you know, when you bring a player in, you do your due diligence and you you know work with what you have, and you know, you sort of back yourself in to to get the best out of him. And um, you know, I think they they at times got the best out of Craig Randall, but obviously they weren't able to get the best out of him on a consistent basis. And sadly, uh, I think unfortunately, because he's a star and what what he does on the court. Uh, is exhilarating at times. It's just a shame that we're not going to see it anymore, but uh, this is the best case scenario for, case, for everyone, I think. We appreciate your professionalism there. Not everyone does. Graham from Brisbane, big gra says, Case, stop wasting our time. Come out and tell us. Um, <laughs> hey, just quickly then on a positive before we go to a break, or oh, I hope it's a positive, what's the situation now with replacing him? Are we allowed to get another import at this stage of the season? Yeah, that's right. They can go out now and, and secure another import. Um, and, you know, I think that that's, that's a healthy situation for the Adelaide 36s because they probably had too much talent, um, if you can have such a thing, but certainly trying to get at the mould as a team. But, yes, they can go out now and recruit another uh, import player if that's what they desire. They've elevated Nick Marshall from a development player onto a full roster spot, which suggests that, that um, you know, they are looking to replace a full roster spot player, including that can be an international player. And there are some good international players available right now but I think they played so well against Illawarra on Thursday night last week when they had you know their biggest win of the year and restricted their opponents to their lowest score of the year of the season um, that they've got enough personnel there at the moment if they can find an additional piece to replace Craig Randall uh, obviously they have the salary cap to do that because uh, it's, uh, Craig Randall's salary is now out of the cap um, that there's going to be some upside certainly out of this for the Adelaide 36ers. Case, always appreciate you jumping on. I'm sure we'll hear more about this on Sunday morning when you host Bungie and the Bretster right here on SEN. We look forward to seeing you on the news tonight. Channel 7 from 6. Good on you, Case. Good on you, boys. Thanks. And that's fair enough. He doesn't want to play, pass on the speculation. He might believe it's true, but he speculates. Graham, uh, no, uh, Gra Gra, I'm not going to read that one up. Well, what did he say? Thanks for the scoop, John. Fair dingham. Tell Humphrey to cough up the information. I think I understand John's point. You, Little tongue-in-cheek there, Roach. Yeah, you hear a fair bit from one side of the table, but not enough from the other. Got to go to a break. Mm. Running incredibly late. This is Kimbo on the Roach. Thanks to Balfour's and Hyundai. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. I'm We're live from Studio Lumo, the run home. Thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Roots, the AFLW All-Australian squad has been announced today. 42 players and the All-Australian team will be named on Tuesday, November 22. From Adelaide, Chelsea Bedell, first time ever in the squad. No surprise there. Well deserved. Anne Hatchard. Yes. Ebony Marinoff, had to be. Chelsea Randall, the usual suspects bar one. Sarah Allen. Not there. Ooh. Now, the interesting one, no, no one from Port Adelaide. I'd challenge the selectors on where their discussion was with the young defender, Indy Tahu, who was a late rising star. Norman was almost like, oh, we better make sure we not forget her. But right. I would have who thought she the might have got... that, uh, Who would have you kicked out, Rich? Oh, I haven't gone to, to say that. that. No, I haven't gone to that point. But I would have, I'd just be curious as to how much of a discussion they had on Indy and her performances this year. Well, we were going to get one of the selectors on, but they're not allowed well, to talk about it no. still. Well, so not while well, well, it's only a squad and not the Yeah, exactly. So we'll that's try and get enough. Nicole Livingston on as the chairperson. Oh, yes, we've got Maybe a lot of questions for her. All righty. Well, live from Studio Lumo, we need to get to the news on time, not straight away, because we will be talking to Simon Hill very shortly.
A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. I'm Kimbo on the Roots with you. Just a reminder, show your support for McHappy Day by purchasing a pair of silly socks from Maccas for only $5. Money raised will go towards Ronald McDonald House Charities as they continue to help seriously ill or injured children and their families. They're a wonderful organisation. The Australian Socceroos squad has been named for Qatar. 26-man squad. We spoke about the ins, Roach. What about the omissions? Well, Simon Hill has tweeted about his uh, surprise that there's no Tom Rogic, no Trent Sainsbury. Uh, we've talked about how our goalkeeper, who's well-based in Japan, is not there in, in Longerac. Um, he's also got a few other names that we'll flesh out with him as to what has surprised him with the 26-man squad that Graham Arnold has named to take to Qatar. And it does include, from our own Adelaide United, Craig Goodwin, so that's a big tick for us. Yep. And... Yeah, it's always well, there should always be debate about a squad because then it means it's been highly competitive to get to the final twenty six. Sure, thought you were going to go on about the other South Australians. Yes, yes. If I get my list out and have a look at all the others, there, we do. Well, Matthew Leckie played. Matthew Leckie did play for South Australia, but he's a Victorian. Yeah. And we did have Arwell Marbill, who then went off to Spain yep. recently, and Riley McGree, who is now at Middlesbrough in England, started off at Gawler. So Beautiful. From Gawler to the World Cup. In and Qatar. the first game is against France on uh, November the 22nd. Mm. All right, 4.30 news coming up. We'll talk more about that with uh, Simon Hill after the news. Uh, just a reminder, Beat the Boys will be coming up in the next half hour. Your chance to win $1,000 worth of fuel, all thanks to Hyundai. All you have to do is take on either the Rooch or myself, you can pick your target, best of three questions, and you'll be in the draw to win $1,000 worth of free fuel. I got knocked off for the first time yesterday, but I was tired and emotional, Roach. <laughs> tired and emotional? That's my excuse. That's, that's slang for something, isn't being, it? Tired and emotional? It means I was tired and emotional. <laughs> right Don't cast nasturtions. <laughs> A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.34, glorious day in little old Adelaide. We're live from Studio Lumo USA. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It is in stock now. Very quick text. Roach, this one says, Hi, guys. Great to see that the 36ers are putting club before the individual. Too often that isn't the case, and it's shown by team performances. You just have to see... Cristiano Ronaldo's petulant behaviour to see how it affects the team as a whole. That's from Johnny Kay in Kensington. Ooh. Our next guest may have an opinion on that. He is the voice of the World Game and he's heading up Channel 10's coverage of the World Cup, which gets underway this month. It's a big welcome to Simon Hill. Hello, Hilly. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Not bad. Is Cristiano Ronaldo petulant? Um... Well, he certainly can be, um, but I guess if you're one of the best players in the world over the last 20 years, you, you've probably got a right to be a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, and that's the way the <laughs> Roach has been as, you know, one of the top journalists. He's been petulant for a long yes, time. Yes, oh, That's why he gets paid the, you know, that's, right, of that's exactly right, Simon. Now, Simon, 26-man squad for Qatar, the World Cup. Graham Arnold's put his 26 together. There's always going to be debate as to who 
should have been in the final squad. You've picked out a few. Who are you surprised has not made the final 26? Um, well, I'm certainly surprised that Mitch Langerak is not there, mm. to, to be brutally honest. I mean, he's uh, been away from the national team for a while. He, he took a step back uh, because of COVID, wanted to be with his family in Japan. Um, but made himself available again. He's playing regularly for Nagoya Grampus in, in the J-League. Uh, playing well, he won the MVP award this year. And uh, the Socceroos have, have got obviously a concern over Matthew Ryan, not just over his fitness. I think he's got a bit of a, a knee injury at the moment. But the fact that he's not playing for his club mm. uh, would suggest to me that Langrak will be a good option, at least as a backup. But uh, he's not made it. Um, apparently that's you know the advice of uh, John Crawley the goalkeeping coach he, he knows best obviously but I'm surprised he's not there Trent Sainsbury's omission is, is the biggest shock probably even though he's not been in great form uh, for, for his country and not played a lot of club football of late and I'll tell you what that'll make for an interesting dinner table conversation because Sainsbury's married, uh, married to Graham Arnold's daughter, oh, so oh. I don't think they'll be, I don't think they'll be coming around for Christmas dinner. <laughs> hey, and I was just going to say, um, Simon, in regards to Langerak, we're hearing I don't know if it's media sensationalism, but they're saying it's jobs for the boys. Well, look, I don't know. Um, only you know Graham Arnold and John Crawley can can answer that. Uh, all I can give you is my honest opinion, and mm. and that is that on current form. Mitch Langrak, in my opinion, should be there. But that's, you know, that's no slight on the other two goalkeepers who are going. Uh, Danny Vukovic is a, is a great goalkeeper. Andrew Redmayne, too. And we know about Redder's penalty-saving yeah. ability. Yeah. He was probably always going to be there. Yeah. So it was a choice between Vukovic, who is also playing, to be fair, for the Mariners, and Langerak. But um, anyway, look, you know, as you say, you can have arguments over this player or that player. Arnold's made his selection now, and... Uh, you know, he'll have to stand by it. I had an interesting debate last night, Simon, about comparing this squad with the ones that have gone to World Cups before. And the big issue is when you take it over one to one and a half decades, that this Socceroo squad shows that Australia has really dropped the ball on development. You feel the same way that it's not showing the same growth that we probably could have expected after 2006? Oh, blimey. I mean, this is a conversation that could probably yeah. go on for about three hours. Mm. Um, you know, what, we do have to remember that that generation in 2006, the golden generation, as, yeah. as we call it, was a fantastic squad and probably one that's going to be difficult to replicate. Mm. Um, obviously, because it did so well, we then had increased expectations that perhaps subsequent World Cups would deliver, deliver you know, even better results or, or at least just as good. Now, You've got to look in the context of where our game is at generally. And yes, development is, is certainly one of those uh, points that is valid because our development is not good enough. But also it, it's the product of a game that still exists on the smell of an oily rag. And okay. yeah. until we have proper investment in our game at all levels, and that includes having mm. a bigger national league, includes having a national second division, mm. Um, and I'll give you one example. Uh, another big talking point out of the squad today is uh, the non-appearance of Christian Volpato. Now, he was asked to be a part of the 26. He's just made the breakthrough at Roma under yep. Jose Mourinho and has declined the offer for the time being. Now, that, he's within his rights to do that. Now, of course, he was at Sydney FC and Western Sydney Wanderers as a kid. 
Um, they decided that, you know, he wasn't good enough at the time. Mm-hmm. And there's been a big blow up about that. Well, you know, this shows that we don't know what we're doing. Well, a lot of countries let kids slip through the net. But what the other countries have is professional second divisions and even third divisions and fourth divisions where those kids can go and regroup and start again and ultimately make the breakthrough. Now, we don't have that. You know, we have 11 professional teams, if you exclude Wellington Phoenix in New Zealand. And it's a big problem. Uh, It means that there's a lot of wastage. And, you know, some of those kids uh, slipped through the net when they shouldn't have been. And it's very easy to blame the A-League clubs and say, well, you don't know what you're doing. But it happens all over the world. We have to have a bigger football economy in this country. And that's where we haven't made enough progress over the last 15 years, in my opinion. Simon, we're the worst ranked nation in our group. Uh, We're at 38. France is at fourth in the world. Denmark, 10th. Tunisia, 30th in the world. How are we going to fare? Well, look, I'm cautiously optimistic, but realistic at the same time. I think Tunisia are beatable. The rankings suggest that. Um, if we say that, you know, we could potentially get three points there, then you're looking at one point from the other two games to have a really good chance of getting through to the round of 16. Now, I think the way that the games fall, given that we have France first, uh, is not a bad thing because the French can be notoriously slow starters at major tournaments. They've got a couple of injuries as well. There's no Paul Pogba, there's no N'Golo Kante. So it's possible we could, you know, jag a draw or or even better against the French. We played Denmark and France at the last World Cup. We got a draw against Denmark in in Russia four years ago. So I I don't think it's doom and gloom. Um, Mm. We're not the favourites, and that's understandable. Uh, But I think this squad has a chance. I'm not saying they're definitely going to get through, but I think there's a possibility. So in terms of this World Cup and what it presents on the world stage... What opportunity is there for the Socceroos? What what do we get out of this at the very end, in your mind, regardless of results? What has to come out of this World Cup? Well, $12 million for a start, yeah. just for qualifying, um, and the boost of, you know, millions of people watching the nation on TV, um, which, you know, is still crucial for our game in this country. Mm-hmm. What I would like to see on the back of this World Cup and, of course, the Women's World Cup, which is coming to these shores next year, is increased investment in the game. That's what's been lacking, you know, probably throughout its history. Um, We we need to build up our domestic professional competitions, both men's and women's. We need more teams, more games, uh, better opportunities for our youngsters, both male and female. Uh, Second division, that's that's an absolute must at, at some point. And then maybe in future, the likes of Christian Volpato won't have to go overseas to try and make it because there'll be opportunities here. Simon, we look forward to your coverage. Mm. We really appreciate your time today. We know how busy you are. Australia kicks it off on Tuesday, the 22nd of November, 10pm local time, Roach. That's very accommodating at Al Janoub Stadium, Al Wakra. Did I say that right? Oh, Simon's Hilly? gone. He's, oh, he's gone. gone. He's gone. Oh, I knew he was busy. He had to go to another interview, Rooch. Yeah. And I just think I could faintly hear through my uh, really bad working ears that he said, spot on, Kimbo. Oh, good. Beautiful yes. pronunciation. Yeah. Um, here's one from Graham. I was nearly going to throw this one at uh, Simon. Now, Graham says development is down. You always like to bring that question up, Rooch. Oh, it's the great miss yeah. that we've had for and a long time. 
exactly, because it's the world game. Why yep. isn't it growing quicker in Australia? We've been saying it since the 80s. Uh, development is down because kids are now choosing basketball oh. over soccer now. I'm one now who prefers basketball over soccer. If someone had said that 10 years ago, I'd swap soccer for basketball, I would have laughed. Interesting. Ebbs and flows, doesn't it? Because uh, basketball was really on the rise going back in the 80s and 90s. Then there's been times where they couldn't even get it on TV. Yes. So, yeah. But it's back on the uh, climb again. Mm. All right, it's uh, 4.36. You can have your say. But... Going into the break, Rooch, it's time for this. Okay, if you want to win $1,000 worth of free fuel, it's time to play Beat the Boys. You can ring us now, 1-300-736-736. First caller through, and you'll get to take on either Rooch or myself. You can pick either. We've done it for three days. Everyone's picked me. I smashed everyone the first two days. I was scratchy last night, Rooch. Uh, all you have to do is come out on top in a best of three questions, and that's all thanks to Hyundai, uh, $1,000 worth of fuel. And don't forget, Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. Are you ready to go, Roach? All ready to go. I reckon someone's going to pick you today. I hope so. Do you really? Well, why not? All it's right. And the questions aren't goes, that hard. They're not that hard. So ring now, one 736 736 if you want $1,000 worth of free fuel. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.50, almost done for another day. We're here thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. This is good. We get a little bit up and about for this, route. Time to beat the boys. All thanks to Hyundai, you can win or give yourself a chance of winning $1,000 worth of free fuel. And we'll be giving that away in two weeks' time. All you have to do is win the best of three questions. Now, we've got a text here, Rooch. I've been up three times in a row. This one says, Rooch... Only fair to let you know, I'm in therapy, thanks to Kimbo. Beware of his nice guy persona. Exactly. Just saying, Chris from Wall Bay. Yes. Yeah, I gave Chris over hiding the other day, but oh, gee, I was scratchy last night, Roach. Didn't have my wits about me. Wow. So, this week, we have Matt from North Adelaide. G'day, Matty. G'day, fellas. How are we? Not bad. Would you like Ooh, $1,000 worth of free fuel? Yeah, he does sound up yeah. in a bit. Absolutely, mate. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. all right. How can well, you say no? You have to pick who you want to take on. It's called Beat the Boys. Do you want to take on the Rooch or me? Roochie. Oh, the Rooch. There we go. Get the on. Oh, yeah, right. no I've, question. I've just been handed by our uh, producer the three questions. So what you have to do, Matty, then, I'll read the question. You've got to come in with your name. Just yell it as quick as you can. Matt, Rooch will do the same. Yep. He has no fast twitch muscles. So, so you you're already on a good start here, Matt. <laughs> All right. And no, sounds good, fellas. You have to have an outright victory. You ready to go? Yep. There's only one person qualified at this stage, so if you get through, you're a 50-50 chance. Here we cool. go. For $1,000 worth of cash, possibly, to buy fuel. Who is the leading goal scorer for the Socceroos? Matt. Where you go, Matty? Archie Thompson. No. Harry Kuehl. Oh, damn it. Rich, you are wrong. Ooh. I would have got Tim this. Tim Kale? Yes, Timmy Kale. Kale. Yep. So zero zero, no mm. damage done. All right. Um, I hope you're listening to the show a little bit earlier, Matty boy. Here we go. Which GWS giant recently signed for South Adelaide? Me. 
Uh, Rooch, I won't allow that. You well, had, it's me. You had to say your name. Rooch. No, okay. Ben? No, no, Rooch, you had to say your name. I'm sorry. It's an illegal <laughs> buzzer. You get one Leech. crack at it, Matt. Illegal buzzer. Why you go, Matt? Do I, sorry, I have a crack at it, do I? Yeah, okay, yeah. I actually wasn't listening earlier, and I should know this, and I don't. All right. Um, what was your WS player? Uh, oh, I've got no idea, eh, off the top of my head. Um, South Australian, South Australian. Oh, hey, not, not Ryan a, Griffin, that's too far no, away. he's not tick, a South tick, Australian. Tick, tick, come on. Time. Nah. Right, right, time's gone. Uh, buzz. Uh, Zach Sproul. Oh, hang on, I was going to say Zach okay. Sproul would have been 1-0 no, now. No, you, I'm disqualified because I'm wrong buzzer. Really? You, you know the rules, Rich. Wow. You've been, uh, when you're at the advertiser, you're alluring to yourself. <laughs> so it all gets down to this question. All gets down to this yes. question. Here we go. Which two sides... Are at the ad, uh, I've been terribly written. You've done a typo, you idiot. <laughs> like Matt. Oh, oh, here Matt. we go. This could be go, Matt. Matt. Go on. India and England? Yes! <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> How good was that? And Ben, you're sacked. <laughs> Ben's got, which two sides is the Adelaide? Is it, <laughs> hey, you go into oh, the draw now. You're one of well two done, people Matt. that are qualified. Uh, well done, Maddie, and thanks yeah, for Yeah, good on you, fellas. That was, that was good fun. Yeah, it uh, was. Good on you. We wish you all no, the very best. I appreciate that. I should have got, got it 2 0. I should have got the first one, let's yes. be honest. Yeah, Jimmy Cow. So should Root. He considers himself a. Uh, Root should know his own name too, but let's be honest. Yeah, he should have lost the vote for that. Nah, good on you, fellas. I appreciate it, eh? Have a good afternoon, well, eh? Matt. Good on you, Matty. He was up and a bit. Sorry I had to be hard on you, Root. That's all right. That's the way. Rules That's are rules. Right. I know you've been breaking them all your life. Hey, that was a good get because I was reading it and I thought, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, so, what, what, Ben, why wouldn't you just write who's playing at the Adelaide Oval in the 220 World Cup semi final? Well, just name the two semi finalists at Adelaide Oval. Well, Lindsay, did you do this? No, he's like, put it all on Ben. You were saying lines he's a good bloke before, Ben. He never throws anyone under the bus. Right, we've got two qualifiers now. All right. <laughs> Everyone backing up. Yeah. Hey, we'll do it again tomorrow. Beat the boys. It's all thanks yeah. to Hyundai. And uh, what better way to go on holidays than to get $1,000 worth of free fuel? Indeed. All righty, who we got on tomorrow, Rich? We might have Graham Arnold on. We'll put in a call. Give him a ring. Right, yeah, Socceroos are preparing for we, the World Cup. Put in a call for Nicole Livingston as well. Hope you've uh, enjoyed the show. How long we've got to go? Oh, now we've got five minutes to go. <laughs> oh, you've lost control. I had a brain fade. lost uh, control. I, I have. Hey, but I'm glad though, Roach, because yep. it gives us an opportunity to go to a few other things we didn't get time to do today. We know that Matthew Hayden is a, employed as a mentor for Pakistan. Now, when the, we, one of the other semi-finalists. Yeah, when we spoke to Bharat Sundarasan, he believes it'll be a Pakistan-India final. It'll be a big one too. And he reckons they are really building. Mm. Uh, this was great that they released this. I listened to the whole spiel. This is Matthew Hayden, in part, addressing the players after they defeated Bangladesh and qualified for the finals. But the moment that Pakistan cricket fires off with intent and starts to reveal its teeth, we become a real threat there would be no one in this world, in this competition, that would want to face us right now. Not one. They thought they got rid of us. Now, they're not going to get rid of us. We are here, dug in. And that's powerful because no one wants us here. And that's, that's that element of surprise that we have got the advantage. So, boys, moving in the next couple of days, clear your minds. Be free and fresh when we come to the, whichever game we play here or in Sydney. 
and just unleash again with just good, positive intent, fearless cricket, almost forgetful cricket. Who cares what's happened over the last three weeks? We are here. There was nothing that was given to us, nor there should be, but there's, it hasn't been easy. So, boys, this is... You can catch it online. That was just the last part of it. But uh, there were about 30 people in the room and they were hanging off every mm. word he was saying. Would you back Pakistan Ooh, yeah. through the next phase of this competition? Very much so. I think they're all alive, Roach. Um, everyone's been talking about the poor crowds for the cricket. With the exception of the big games that India's played. Yeah. So uh, former Australian captain Ricky Ponting was asked his views on that yesterday. It doesn't really make much sense when we've got as many star players in our lineup as we have, and, and the public don't really seem to be coming along and watching as much as, the, as we expected. Then, I guess you've got to ask some questions about it. Uh, we'll ask the question now, and you can get in touch with us tomorrow. We've had a few on this already. You know, is Australian cricket on the nose, and why? Is it because of Justin Langer? Is it uh, as Barat said, um, Australians don't really care about cricket until it's right into summer, and you're yeah, but, wearing thongs and baldies. Yeah, but that's not adding up. If you're in the top five of the programs watched on Australian TV in a week with Australia v Afghanistan means there is interest. The bigger question here is this is another example of what COVID did to Australian sporting habits, whereby we became attuned to a big screen in our lounge rooms mm. and there is a big job to get us back to uh, events, to arenas, to stadiums. Is that the real challenge sport is facing? Because if, if the ratings were absolute rubbish, Kim, Australia Afghanistan, the number five program of all programs on Australian TV last week, that's not people saying we're not interested. Well, They're saying I, we're not I, going I would to need to be able to compare that to <clears throat> like, like, like apples and apples or oranges and oranges because uh, why wouldn't it be number one when Australia's playing? What beat it? Oh, what, a rerun of a movie? So it's all very well to say it came in fifth. What came in fourth, third, second, first? I'll get them out again. Have a look. Well, I think so, I think they, I think they were you, serious news you, events you put, too. Or were they? What were yeah. they? No, I haven't got them in front of me now. Yeah, you put up a strong argument there. I reckon yeah, I might be able to shoot holes in that, Root. So top five still tells you they're in, there's interest in them. Well, what if it was, beaten, it was by, what if it was beaten by home and away? No, it wasn't home and away. Well, one of your appearances on that footy show you used to do years ago. No. Might have been a repeat, a repeat <laughs> no, of that, Rich. No. Um, I don't know if we've got time to do this. Where are we? At 58? No, we won't. Uh, Peter Nankerville was a board member from Hawthorne. This is just dragging on, isn't it? Um, yeah, he spoke today about um, with Jared Waitley. We might revisit that tomorrow. I know a lot of people get a little bit awkward about it. Mm. It's going to hang around for a little bit longer. There's no question. Oh, there, will, there will be change in the way in which AFL clubs operate. There's no doubt about that. Mm. They're going to need to be wiser about how they do all play meetings, not just the ones with Indigenous players. Uh, and it won't be just the way football clubs operate as well. It might be all businesses. We'll yep. be down to recording everything we do, Roach. Probably will. Yeah. Yep. No more he said, he said. Here's the tape. Have yeah. a listen yourself. Might start doing that, Roach. Right. All righty. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. We'll be back and we'll do it all again tomorrow. Thank you for your company. Thank you to Zach Sproul for having a chat. Simon Hill and John Casey. Was he and well done, Matt. Yeah, Matty, you champion. I love that you lost Roach. Hey, Roach. <laughs> Bye-bye, everyone. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.